and we are back. Welcome to the Convex Lobsters podcast. My name is Monica. And my name is Cruz. And today we're talking back to Jordan B. Peterson's book, Beyond Order. This time, the second rule, imagine who you could be and then aim, aim single-mindedly at that. And to start this conversation, I would like to make you a question, Cruz. Who can you be? So I could be a lot of things. And that's a real problem because in in the all these possibilities, you have to choose a few of them to pursue in your life and be kind of uh, successful in your in your choices. But that's a thing in the end of the chapter. Well, when Peterson will exemplify better the what you have to do to think about it to plan your life accordingly for you to have a success but uh, before that he 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 goes in the chapter talking about mythology and symbolism and the, the the photo of the the illustration in the beginning of the chapter this illustration have a lot of uh, symbology and but but it's it's difficult to explain here you have to read to because there's a lot of technical explanations on, on, on alchemy and other things to explain this image and but he enters in other things like the egyptian myth yes uh, i think one interesting you said and it's very careful and you can be a lot of things and probably that's a, a difficult choice to make because how can you how can you how can you know that something you pick up to become is the right thing you know and in the beginning of the chapter peterson works with it it's not you that uh, choose what interests you you know what interests you chooses you and that's very very interesting to see because well let let me pick up my own explanation with my profession. I didn't know I would like that. I have I had no idea. I just started working with and uh, second or third day I was in the company I worked for, I started to get very 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 uh satisfied, you know? Yeah. And and the opposite is is true. If you try to go through a thing that doesn't interest you it's very hard there's a very little chance that you will be have success with it like programming is one of the professions uh that pay very well and it's growing a lot but you have to be good with math logic and things like that and not everyone is willing to to do this for like I think actually, actually, the skill you need to to make some to to make something. Uh, sometimes you you might have the skill, like you you can be good at math, you can can be good at other uh, kind of areas where you could work. But if it it doesn't give you pleasure to be to be with, probably you will you will not grow enough. Yeah, you know? because there... because uh, see, see, I see like. Um, probably you can be well paid, probably you can do it right, but you'll be so bored and 
full of anxious and you know you won't be able to to enjoy your personal life the way you would the way you would like yeah there's a book called ikigai ikigai is a word in japanese and this book is kind of an investigation on on a city that has the the people with a lot of concentration of people with more than 100 years and then uh, it the, the word means that the things that they do and to have this like long life and maybe and to synthesize is is basic basically is putting together the things that you like the with your work and yeah. you know it's 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 a lot of it's a lot of choices in your life uh in in all of the, the your possibilities in in your personal life in your relationships in your work that they are like all all kind of together not interfering with one uh, um, with one destroying others you know yeah I think it's all about balance, you know, because yeah. of course, every everything you you're going to do, even if you like it, there is some kind of boring things you have to deal with, like bureaucratic stuffs. Uh, let's pick up like a lawyer, you know, a lawyer has a lot of tasks he daily work with, like creating theses and uh, making other kind of uh, related to judgments and stuffs. But he has a lot of bureaucratic work as well. And probably this is a pain in the ass. Anyway, he can deal with it because he likes the good stuff, the good part of his job. So he can deal with those kind of boring stuff. And even he can he can uh, hire people to do those things uh, to him. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it's it's sometimes you have to do what you don't want to do for some time, and then you you will be in a place that you can choose what you do, you want to do. It's all, but you have to plan it for you to to get where you want. Yeah, and I think that's the the, the good starting for Peterson in the book because he he's, he talks to us about past, present, and future, and knowledge. And one of the most interesting thing he 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 talks in the book in this in this rule is that everything we know, we just do not know that we already knew. So. Something like uh, everything was born in you as an infant. He, he actually picks up this idea from Socrates. And this is interesting because, of course, uh, we can be foolish and say that every, we know everything already. Now, yeah, you just, yeah, uh, all the time you were learning. But a lot of things you learn in your present, is, you have this feeling that, oh, I, I think I already knew that. And I, I, I could do that already. In, in this thing of knowledge, you will discover sometimes that you, you have four distinctions of this. The, the, the things that you know that you know, the things that you don't know that you know, the things that you know that you don't know, and the things that you don't know that you don't know. Like, it, it's, it seems complicated, but if you, if you stop and think about, about these four phrases for... Sometime you will know how knowing this will help you sometimes. Yeah, I, I think that's important because when you're going to plan your future or aim what you want to become, you have to make a whole life research, yes, about your experiences and about your uh, nowadays skills. 
so you can you can really really make a plan yeah and and we'll we'll we will get to the point that life is a journey so you are in a journey and and then you have the importance of the myth because they are knowledge to help us understand the world in a manner that that can be very helpful in some sense yes, about and, some things and and yeah and, and this the, the stories that we 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 all the, our life have been learning and, and listening to uh, they all somehow uh, expresses our lifetime you know so of course it, it probably is some kind of that not literally but you can you can extract from those stories how can you manage your life how can you manage your life yeah and in this chapter he talks about the egyptian myth and in and about harry potter and Actually, i found very it's the, the mesopotamian myth yes oh yeah that's the, right mesopotamian. and uh it's important that he works lots with uh, this myth in his first book maps of meaning and uh, it's very interesting and i i think probably explaining the, the harry potter one is more easy to understand because it's a more contemporaneous uh <laughs> contemporaneous uh, story story yeah book that normally even if you didn't watch the movie or read the book you probably know what harry potter actually is yeah and there are some parallels that he made with the christian Uh, religion and the Harry Potter symbols there like Voldemort is the devil and the basilisk that's a big snake in the second movie is the snake represented in the Genesis uh, story and there's the phoenix that can reborn yeah like Jesus Christ that died and reborn in the third day And that's a very very important symbolic thing because your personality, your where you want to go, you have to maybe die and then regenerate. And the difficult part is, are you ready to die? It's yeah, a, that's, that's a, the question point. that you have to make your, yourself if you want to make some real changes in your life. And actually, I think it's not only dying, but killing some part of yourself. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, some challenges are not so easy to deal with. And sometimes you have to sacrifice something you had so you can you can prevail. Another uh, parallel that he do, he do with the Harry Potter is that Harry and his friends, they were very disciplined and courageous, but also willing to willing and ready to break the rules when necessary. That was the theme of the first chapter. So I think that, that was a nice, nice thing. And at the end of the chapter, he gets to the point that he explained more clearly the things that you have to do to plan your life or plan some life changing. And we, we told some of them, like getting your past straight, your present and your future to map your path yeah. and then know where you're going and aim it and going that's that's a good thing uh to introduce the enuma elish 
which is the the Mesopotamian myth, uh, because in this in this story actually Peterson explains us how the the god let let's tell this way uh, becomes a meta god. What what does a meta god is? It's like the god of the gods, you know. So he works with the polytheism, uh, becoming monotheism, because in the Enuma Elish we have two gods in the beginning, yes, which is uh, Tiamat and Apsu. Tiamat is a female god, yes, a goddess, and Apsu is the man, uh, is the the male god. So of course he makes those kind of distinctions because we are working with the images of chaos and order and normally the female is reported as chaos and the 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 the, the male is reported as the tyrannic order yes and actually tiamat uh, controls the the whole the whole hierarchy of gods and she puts her tyranny to work with and try to destroy everything else she she creates an army to destroy everything else, even a, a supreme monster to do this, which she compare with the basilisk. Yes, in the in the, it's basilisk. I, I really don't know Harry Potter. Name. Yeah, it's basilisk. The, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh... all right, all right, the big snake. Yeah, and she she compares this the supreme monster to the basilisk, and uh, uh, there is a, a grandson of Tiamat and Apsu named Marduk. Marduk is one of the descendants that actually is capable of destroying Tiamat and her army. And uh, uh, he was for all the other gods, so his grandfather Apsu, which were in war with Tiamat and the and the other the others the other members of the family, like the other gods. Uh, everyone considered uh, Marduk as the as capable to destroy the, the Tiamat and and her army, but when they put him up to to do this task, he requires to become the 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 main god of all this whole this whole structure. Yes, all this hierarchy, and of course they accept. Yes, and that's the point where we look at what can we do to become. Uh, capable of becoming what we want to become, you know, because look how they how they how they illustrate uh, Marduk. He is the multiple head circling eyes of Marduk. So one of the most important attributes of Marduk is his eyes. And what does it mean? most important thing to you become what you want to become is you have to observe things you have to look at things you have to understand the thing and that's how marduk is capable of seeing the whole god hierarchy and he is capable to destroy the army the tiamat's army and tiamat herself Right. The horror's eye is a... Uh, I just remember it. Peterson explained it, uh, but I can't remember right now that I found very interesting. But he, he doesn't say in this chapter. 
Horizon is like in the the yeah, his son goes to hell to 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 save his eye, isn't it? Yeah, I think yes. And he uses his eye too to so he can face his evil brother. Yeah. Yeah, Which... that's a uh, maybe that's a sign for like pay attention all the yeah. time. Yes, it's the importance of of being being an very very careful and observe everything that surrounds you right so and getting back to the end of the chapter when he where he he says how to act and plan the the, the your life the changes of your life the past present future to map your path what do you want to talk about it yeah actually I think one of the most important stuff is that how we interpret the hero, the Marduk, uh, in ourselves. So you have to be represented as the principle of action and perception that must rule over all the primordial psychological elements, like rage, lust, hunger, thirst, terror, and everything else, and even joy, yes? You, you can't be uh, so joyful all the time, you have to be diligent as well. So... I think that's uh, important to say because uh, sometimes we forget that becoming something is a huge responsibility. You know. Yeah, and he talks about the the you said about the joy. Maybe when you just are in in the pursuit of pleasure, you you turn yourself into a slave of the pleasure. So you yeah. have to 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 watch out for that as well. Absolutely, absolutely, and it's important to be focused because I think the the main the main the main object of this rule is being focused, so you can become something. You know? Yeah, that's why it talks about the 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 aim and go and, and to go know right. to know the, the the place where you want to go. Yeah, what's what's the point to understand your past, know where you are at the future, at the present, and uh, projecting the future? Is to make a plan and to, to be to be loyal to this plan, you know, and, and being loyal to this plan is being being focused. So if you're not focused, probably, uh, of course, you can you can you can manage to success, but it's not so guaranteed. Yeah, I, I, I mean, you have to understand that you are someone with lots of possibilities, but at the same time, you are someone who can adjust the clock of your microwave so you have a lot of fails yeah that's right and and a lot of good and bad things can happen to your life uh, without you controlling it but the best bet besides that is to make everything you can to be in a position to things go right yeah absolutely absolutely sometime maybe we will further read the books of Nassim Taleb that speaks about that. He, he has a book called Fooled by Randomness that talks about these things that happens in your, our life because of random stuff. Yeah, you and you have to use those random stuffs in your favor. And of course, mm-hmm. sometimes, sometimes no, you, you, I, I mean, all the time, you won't be able to control everything around you. But if you can move to a place where those random factors are good for you so you are using 
those random stuffs in favor of you. So, hope you enjoyed the today episode. Please subscribe, follow, uh, and see you next on the next episodes. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Be yourself a lobster and a Marduk. Why not? Goodbye. Yeah. Bye bye.